The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft tobacco. The after show, the after show, the after show, the after show. The after show. It's the after show, and... Um, yeah, I didn't miss that. No? No. Today, we're going to talk about something. We, we, we held off on the regular show for this, um, but we have to talk about it because... Um, I, I've There's not a whole lot of scandals that go on in the cigar world, and when one happens, you got to jump on it. Yeah, but uh, just so many people contacted us to talk about it, and we thought we'd uh, you know do it in a, in a short period of time and do it on the after show, but... Um, did Davidoff lie to me is the name of this episode. Did Davidoff lie to me? Oh, and the answer is yes. Somebody uh, cue Annie Lennox in, would I lie to you? <laughs> so it's not a, even a question mark after that? Oh, Davidoff did lie to me. Well, I do the show titles, and I do not plan to put a question mark. Okay. <laughs> so it's just going to say, did Davidoff lie to me and be a statement? Uh, no, you got to remove did. Okay. Um. <laughs> So on uh, and into that program called Cigar Dojo, broadcast from the Davidoff offices in Pinellas Park, Florida, uh, a team of Davidoff executives made an announcement. That was the whole reason for the show. And first off, I want to thank Davidoff for not asking the Cigar Authority to uh, make that announcement and be part of it, because uh, I certainly wouldn't want to have been part of that. Uh, let me start by saying that. Um, the limited releases, this is their their um, big announcement, the limited releases of Avo this year called Avo Unexpected were just four of the regular line Avos. Sold to retailers at the IPCPR in July, Avo Unexpected was four lines, one size of each, 6,000 boxes of 20, totaling 120,000 cigars with a retail value of over $1.2 million. Turns out they have tricked everyone they announced. Limited edition Avo Unexpecteds were actually the same cigars already on the retailers' shelves, but different. They did not tell retailers when offering them the line. I was there and bought into it. Um, they said it was a new limited release. So it turns out we were tricked, or lied to, depending on which way you want to do it, for more shelf space and for more profit for them. That's the receiving end of what they would get for it. If retailers didn't know, uh, they were still lied to or deceived, or was the consumer lied to or deceived, or was it both? So the question is, why did Avo do it? Was Avo unexpected genius, as it was called uh, during the show, when, when they revealed it, oh my God, this is genius, or was it just bad business, which will make the argument on, on both? Um, was it really unexpected? Or based on moves from Davidoff in the past few years, expected. Uh, 
This is like uh, if you're making a meal and you call it tuna surprise, and the surprise is there's no tuna. That's <laughs> what happened. Can, can, can I go on record and saying I wasn't surprised? Can I read you one paragraph I wrote in the close of my review? On the review of your original review, review of, of this. the unexpected green. When nobody knew what it when was. When nobody knew what it was. I think it was the green, the tradition. Yep, the green. There is something familiar about the Avo Unexpected Series tradition. Although I can't put my finger on it. It reminds me of a cigar I've had in the past, and maybe that's why this blend isn't being publicly disclosed. Regardless, it was an enjoyable composition that's worth having on the playlist, and if you're a fan of the Avo Heritage Profile, then this one is right up your alley. The green was the heritage. It was. So you nailed it. Barry, you got it. I don't, I don't know. That's interesting. So you look back. It'd be interesting to look back at everybody's um, reviews. It's the only one I reviewed after the green one. I gave up on it. I said, this is just too familiar, and I didn't review the others. Okay. Mm. Um, let, let, let me tell you. So I learned about this because uh, I, did, I didn't watch this episode when it happened, um, nor did I know that this episode was taking place, that these guys were doing this and it was a reveal. I didn't, you know, whatever was going on, maybe it was holiday sales and I'm in the retail business or whatever was going on. I didn't know until the following morning. And then every morning I put on my Facebook feed and I just looked to see what's going on in the world. And, um, I saw that there was this long thread of going on and it was, um, Jeff Borschwitz from Corona Cigar that had wrote something on here, and he said, I think Avo was rolling in his grave right now was his thing. And I'm like, oh, my God, I know he was good friends with Avo. What went wrong? Powerful statement, too. Yeah. Feeling duped, hook or by crook. Davidoff isn't the first company to take an existing cigar and repackage it and sell it as something else, but they are the first to actually admit it. What were they thinking? Will consumers or retailers ever trust these guys again after this marketing stunt? There's been lots of changes in management at Davidoff lately, and I'm actually not surprised. Um, and then reading what everybody jumped in and ended up yelling and screaming, and then I said, oh, my God, I, gotta be, I'm, what, I can't respond to something I don't know about. I actually have to watch the Dojo episode and, and see what ended up happening, so I did. And by the time that happened, my regular day is off and running and, uh, um, you know, hearing from people at that time. But at least I knew what the hell was being talked about. Now, I watched that episode, and uh, but I, I had one opinion reading Jeff's post on social media. And after watching the episode, I had another opinion. And that is, I don't really see much wrong with this because some people don't smoke legacy brands. And Avo was a legacy uh, brand. Listen, I understand the the idea of this. It just puts uh, butts in the seats. It gives them, it gives people an opportunity to, to revisit something that they may have thought they didn't like because they're into the geekery of cigars. And why would I smoke something that's been around for so long? It's lazy marketing. Hundred percent. You know, if the basic premise of your marketing campaign is I'm going to mislead consumers as well as retailers, you're off to a bad start. Well, that's every toilet paper ad, Ed Sullivan. I mean, every single toilet paper is the most absorbent, and every paper towel is the most absorbent and the toughest. They can't all be the toughest. Of all companies to do it, Davidoff puts out more of these limited release things than anybody else. They're either never going to do it again, and they said, well, let's pull the curtain back because we're not going to do this anymore, because if they are going to do it again... 
what is going to be the thought of, and they did a bunch this week, actually. What's the thought of, well, what is this one? Um, I'll tell you, as a retailer, I do never like to deceive my customers at all. Um, That maybe the guy didn't like the Avo Heritage. And he comes in and sees the new Avo. All right, let me get a box of those. Let me give it a try or whatever. And then he says, and I hated those too. As opposed to what we try to do with a customer. And we do this. A customer comes up with a handful of different cigars. And we're ringing the cigars up. And we look and say, "Ah, I don't think you're going to like this one. And we pull it right out of the thing, which is the opposite of what you think most stores would do. This guy's picking it. Hey, ring it up. It's another $10 or whatever. Right. But, you know, maybe something different or whatever. Let me let you know. This is this one's uh, much stronger than what you used to. Uh, it's not what you think it is, even if it's a light shade wrapper and it ends up being a stronger cigar. Sure. Just want to let you know about this and not talk them out of it, but at least let them know. Give them the information. Well, being, being the last to know as the retailer. You know, and I find this in Fuente stuff, too, that uh, Fuente puts out these things I never even heard of. Oh, this new BMCHCK or whatever, and what is it? And I have no idea. And the consumer sometimes comes in and says, oh, that's the new such and such. That's coming out. And they chose to skip over the the retailer and talk to the consumer in this case they decided to not tell anybody and here's another here's a company that puts out more press releases than anybody else and and lets us know which hey thank you let us know whatever we know but they they certainly have changed their model as a consumer my relationship is with the retailer i don't really have a relationship with davidoff yes so when this comes to light it damages my relationship with the retailer. That's what I'm scared of. I they never sold me do that. something yeah. that wasn't what it was supposed to be, right? And you could say, okay, they said it's limited edition. They forgot to mention it's limited edition packaging. It's yeah. the same cigar. <laughs> and in some cases, the cigar was more expensive than the original release. No, it isn't. It, it wasn't? No, and I did read a lot of that. And then, um, you know, everybody's saying that, but the fact of the matter is not true. It was the same exact pricing. Um, not that they should have done this at all, but if they did, they should have made it a win-win, right? At least cheaper for the person well, sure. to do it. And you saw the video, right? Well, there were clues. This is the same language we used on the original packaging of it. Well, I think they could have offered better clues, you know, like maybe name them unexpected disappointment, <laughs> unexpected disrespect, wow. you are uh... unexpected failure. And the strongest in the line is unexpected fraud. You are um, very I, bitter about this, Ed. You know, I am not an Avo smoker, but when something like this happens, I think it reflects on the industry as a whole, right? They were supposed to be a trusted manufacturer. They, they call themselves, um, a, a, what do they call it? Indispo- indispensable business partner. Um, if, if my partner did this to me, um, I wouldn't be happy about it, right? Um, you know, but and, at the same time, I do not think. I think it was a bad decision. I don't think that they're evil and they tried to end up hurting everybody. It would, or else they're out of their minds. I mean, why would you ever want to do <laughs> yeah, that? I, I they're don't, not out of their minds. I don't think they're insane. Yeah, you know. I mean, I watched the video as well, and 
I, I think their claim is this was supposed to be fun, right? Well, it, it, if it, I'm a guy who previously bought the cigar and didn't like it, it's not fun to be tricked into buying another one. No, especially since it's my hard-earned money, you know. I'm a blue-collar blue worker. I'm not a rich guy by any means. Like I said, I bought one. Yeah. It was familiar. I didn't buy them again. I'm but, hesitant now. But somebody could have bought four. Somebody could have yeah. bought four. But now I'm hesitant. Which doesn't seem like a lot, but somebody could have bought four boxes. Anything that Alva comes out with, or even Davidoff comes out right now with the limited edition, I'm hesitant to smoke it. Yeah. I'm, I'm afraid that that's going to happen. Uh, unless the plan is we're not going to come out with limited editions, and so we pulled the trigger and ruined it on everybody else, or it was just... I think they genuinely thought it was a great idea to be able to get some market penetration with Avo, and they thought that it was going to be this big reveal, not gotcha moment, but reveal that, hey, you liked this, No, they played you it like that. On that show, they played it up like we got you. I thought... I, see, Again, I, I knew it I after the fact. I didn't get that. I, I, looking at the expression on their faces, they genuinely seemed excited. So I can't, I can't personally fault the marketing team at Davidoff for uh, uh, it's a swing and a miss. But yeah. I can't fault them for doing something nefarious. They, they, they had the best intentions. So you know, United Cigar spent a whole year going around doing blind taste tests. And you got one, one cigar with a number one on it or AB or however it was. And then the person would come in and they would try one versus two and talk about each one and which one do you like better and then reveal it to basically the Pepsi challenge, right? And imagine if both of them turned out to be the same cigar. That would have been like, oh, you screwed me. You made me smoke two cigars at the same time, the same exact thing, which is what they did for free, though. Well, when it comes to, but they don't do it. They give you two diff, totally different cigars. Right. And, you know, here's a famous brand name. Here's a United Cigar brand name that you, you may not be so familiar with. And then you say, wow, I like the, hopefully, I imagine that's what the, the expectation was, that you ended up liking the one you're not as familiar with better than the other one. And it turns right. out and to they, be less money. They, and then you think, and especially with the, Davidoff experiment, then you get to think, oh, I'm an idiot. I did like this after all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I just don't see where the upside well, is. so much. Proving so your customer wrong and, is never a good idea. You know, you didn't need an experiment to find out, do people buy cigars because they're limited editions? Yes, they do. Different people. Different customers do that. So they got the different customer to try Avo again. Do you think anybody said, wow, I really liked it? The, I, I imagine the plan was, wow, Avo XO isn't going go so good nowadays. And you try Avo XO is called something different. And you say, geez, I really like Avo XO. It's I'm too, going back to Avo right, XO. It's too bad it's limited. Oh, wait, it's not. Yes, yes. It's I been around get, for years. And I can get this all the time. That was the plan to happen. Do you think that happened to anybody? No. How many times do you tell somebody it's this is the same cigar? And they're like, no, it's different. Just when the packaging changes. Yeah. With, with so, the opposite of what's happening. Right. Here. So now you got to take somebody who got into it because of the new packaging, and you go, and that's the same as the old packaging with the old name and the old color. No, it's not. But they re, it. they no. re repackaged Avo four or five years ago. Right. They repackaged it. But, you, you know, it's still that. As they did, they, they were the repackaging guys. Look this, what they uh, did to Camacho. This conversation makes me think of when Hammer and Sickle lost their uh, 
a right to use icon as their trademark yeah. and they hired a couple of guys to come in and take the secondary band off because they couldn't have it in commerce saying icon yeah so the primary band is just the regular hammer and sickle logo and customers thought the blend changed and i'm like they paid a guy to take the bands off this yeah. is the same order yeah, I had a couple of guys mail order when that happened, return the boxes, and it's the same cigar. They just had them remove the secondary band by law, and they're like, no, it's not the same cigar. Yeah, yeah. It was 10,000% the same cigar. Yeah. But like to me, I'm going to go to alcohol with this, surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah. But it's like you go to a bar and you order like a, 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 a Grey Goose martini, and the Grey Goose bottle has Fleischmann's in it. Yeah. You, you feel duped. Of course, and you, you, you have been out. duped, and that I think that was the mistake. Was it's one thing to put it out; and it's the same product. It's another thing to tell people after the fact. After well, they is, it. is it better to lie to them and not tell them, or is it better to lie to them and then tell them we've been lying to you? I think they would have been better off just to say, uh, with the ease of the the, the new Avo Unexpected series, we're going to rebrand the sync or, or the heritage, the classic. And we're going to call it the moment, the passion, and whatever. Yeah. And Doesn't just, Oreo do this every just, year? They, they, they repackage Oreo, and they say this is the limited edition one because it has Star Wars on the front. Yes. It's the same damn cookie. But they say it is. Yes. I understand that. So repackaging something and having the limited edition, I don't see an issue with it. But it's the gotcha moment at the end. I think that's where they, they missed. Wow. And, and wow. But I, don't, I, 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 in my heart of hearts, don't think that they intended... Their their plan was not to be oh, deceitful. I think it would be. It I'm was out deceitful. of their minds if it was. There, there was it deceitful, be. but that was not their intention going in. I think their intentions were good, and they just swung and missed. And you know they had they had an advisory board for many years. They, I don't think they've done it for the past couple of years because I've been on the advisory board since the day it started, and I I may be the only one that stayed on through the whole thing. I was actually never out, but I'll tell you during the advisory board, most of it was. This is the direction we're going in. We made 10,000 boxes of these. What do you think? What do you think? And then I'd say, I, I think you shouldn't do this, but did you already do it? Yeah. I said, how about next year you tell us before we have the meeting, before you make the decision, if we are truly advisors, um, because this is not going to go well, and here's why. Well, And, that's and a- I hate to be say it and then say, told you so, but it happened every time that it was... This was a mistake because you have a whole bunch of retailers that sat on there and said, and can you imagine if they brought that up to an advisory board and say, this is what we're going to do with the unexpected before it happened? I believe every retailer, which was shop retailers, and including Jeff was one of them, yep. um, would have said, are you out of your mind? Don't do this. And, and, that, and maybe that, save the day. That shows kind of where their mindset was at even five years ago, where they call it an advisory board, and it's it wasn't. Hey, we're going to tell you what we're coming out with board. Yeah, maybe I'm taking this to the extreme, but probably with everything going on with the FDA and and the the fight about you know tobacco being bad for you, even though monograph number nine states that cigars aren't bad for you, a scented candle is much worse. Isn't misleading the public a bad thing in the idea in the eyes of, of what course. we're going through as an industry? Of course, that alone should have said that to Davidoff. Don't do it, man. Right, you just get more letters involved now. The Federal Trade Commission is interested. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they have to be after that because that's total consumer. Well, and, and I'll tell you, um, I invited uh, the people from Davidoff on the show. Mm. 
And uh, on the after show, mm -hmm. on this show right here, uh, they said they would get back to me. They actually called me, I, I guess, to um, a little damage feel, control. Well, feel the pulse <laughs> or whatever. Um, so I'm not talking behind their back. I said what I said. A um, little late, at, you know, asking after it's over. Mm -hmm. But um, I said, listen, if you guys want to, I don't want to end up saying this and not, you know, it's a one one sided conversation. And, and uh, if you guys want to, say what you want to say they're not they said they'd let me know on that was on uh monday was it monday it was monday yeah when did this announcement come on friday uh sunday I, is I, when they, sunday yeah, yeah. It was so it was monday weekend so. and, and i said yeah saturday come on the after show and we'll do this because we already have the regular show planned uh come on the after show and they said we'll let you know in 24 hours and i didn't hear back so i imagine you know, the when there was no, yeah, when they're selling me something, I hear back in 24 yeah. hours when they're doing <laughs> Sometimes. it. Sometimes, but Sometimes. Th th that that offer was just to be nice and, and you know, I, I hate you know people talking about me and I don't, I don't get the appeal on it and, and give my story of it. So I'm gonna try. Well, we're all trying to give your side of the story too. That we don't feel that you you were trying to screw the retailer and screw the consumer i think you did both but i don't think you were trying to uh, or else you guys are checking out if that's the case um it was a dumb move and that's uh, what i would chalk it up to it was a dumb move we can move on from it and let's hope uh, if it ever happened again like i, I wonder what that would be the end i wonder what dylan was thinking because Dil dylan was a marketing genius for davidoff and now he's the vp or whatever or the president and there's a new person in marketing. I, I wonder what... He wasn't, he wasn't there, which was interesting. Yeah, I wonder what Dylan's initial had, reaction to this was. This had to have happened. He wasn't the president of Davidoff when this thing came out, did it? At the trade show, when they showed it at the trade he show. He wasn't the president yet? I don't think so. You're going to have to look that yeah. up. Um, trade show was in uh, 4th of July, right? Around that time, yeah. <laughs> Around that time. I, I flew into Boston on July 3rd, so it was uh, right on at that point. Dylan became president on March 12th. March, okay. So I'm sure this might have been in the works already. Yeah. It doesn't happen. The cigar industry happens that yeah. quick. Right. Yeah, all that packaging and everything yeah. that happened, of course. But did he set up the next person to fail? Conspiracy theory? Well, <laughs> not as president because the buck stops there. So, And unfortunately for Dylan, if he did have to do with it or he had nothing to do with it, he's the president and it falls on him, um, unfortunately. Um, he did amazing things for Camacho. He did amazing things for Davidoff um, and became the – he went from Davidoff marketing, Camacho marketing, Davidoff marketing, to director of sales, which I thought was odd as a marketing guy, and then became the president. So he, he's had an unbelievable run, and this may be his first um, little, uh, little little bump. Dip, little yeah. mistake. little speed bump in the Stumble. road. And hopefully that's all it is. Um, so when, when something like this happens – Look at the good in it. The good is everybody learned a lesson. So if there's any companies out there looking to, to see what ends up happening, it's not yeah, good. It doesn't so, mean anything. Look how many people wind up in jail a second, third, fourth time. Right. Some oh. people never learn. <laughs> yeah. Is that possible? Um, it seemed like um, when, I, when I heard from the people at Davidoff, it seemed like they were, they were concerned. Um, 
I said nothing. You know, I had just looked at it, and as I told you, it was later in, in that day that I, I hadn't responded or anything to it. And um, they were con probably concerned, what was I going to say? So uh, we have our own platform, so we'll choose to do it on our own platform as opposed to jump on uh, Jeff's thing or whatever. But um, I did talk to Jeff about it, too. And um, if, I, if I have to pick a side, Jeff is 100% right. And Jeff is the most pain that happens to somebody like Jeff. As much as I'm a big retailer myself, I am not in business with Davidoff other than they're one of my suppliers. He actually have a, has a store called Davidoff. Yeah, and I like in his post, he separated him and his wife from Davidoff. He says, you know, I own the store with my wife. Yeah. You know, he kind of separated. He's, he's really irate. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, 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 was, it was a punch in the gut of... Um, look what they did to me, and uh, that's part of the, the – there's been some things over the years that all companies have done that me as a retailer, I don't like when they do this, I don't like that. So it's happened with Davidoff, it's happened with a lot of companies, um, and that's part of the um, – I'm, actually, I'm not surprised that Jeff said, and I started off, and I'm, uh, you know, was this unexpected? Not totally unexpected because they have done some things that I don't care for, and when they don't – I don't go to social media with it, though. I go to them. Um, but I'll tell you, maybe the social media gets more of a, re more of a reaction that you, you went to the press with it, and they're going to do something about it because when I go to companies and it's talk private. direct, it's private, and they do nothing about it. I'm, I'm almost batting a 1,000 of, listen, I don't like what you just did, and I'd appreciate it if you don't do it, and well, we'll give that consideration, and they continue to do it. So uh, anyway... That's what it is, and um, was it really unexpected? It is what it is, and hopefully it fades away. I hate to bring it up and keep the ball rolling, but we would be a disservice yep. as a cigar authority not to bring it up, so we chose to uh, do that, take care of it, and uh, stop talking about it from this day forward and let it lie as it lies. So that's it. That's it for um, the after show for this week. Uh, next week, uh, we're going to see uh, how we stay out of jail. We're going to get some tricks from the cops and uh, see how uh, we can, we can uh, get away with some stuff um, we're gonna like do deceiving the whole, people. The, the whole gun debacle, do you announce it or do you not announce it? Are we going to go down that road again? Here we go. Absolutely. I know, I know where he stands on it. Yeah. So, yes, Absolutely. I'm going down that road. See you Saturday on the Cigar Authority. Put the lid end in your mouth. You'll like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.